This is AgriPulse Daybreak West from Monday, May 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's satellites. Cal EPA is strict but vague. Guidance for farmers, markets, and you pick. USDA offers gear up for COVID-19 aid. Cal EPA's crisis response is vague, but still stricter than U.S. EPA. Cal EPA's new policy on limited regulatory relief strays from the U.S. EPA, both in its lack of specificity and its approach to the regulated community, according to the environmental law firm Kings and Spalding. The firm points out that Cal EPA's April 15th statement said regulated stakeholders could seek specific deadline extensions, but does not offer guidance on requesting relief. U.S. EPA, on the other hand, provides clear steps. Cal EPA said it would continue to investigate even routine requirements and prosecute when necessary. Cal EPA also has not elaborated on how it plans to fill any enforcement gaps left by EPA's decision to reduce environmental oversight. CDFA schedules hearing on stopping dairy quota. After postponing an April hearing due to the COVID-19 outbreak, CDFA will now hold a meeting next month to consider the immediate suspension of its Dairy Quota Incentive Program, or QUIP. The meetings are set for June 9th and 10th. The group, Stop QUIP, had gathered enough signatures on the petition for a hearing. An administrative law judge will preside over the hearing and recommend whether CDFA should hold a referendum or not. United Dairies Families of California argues the group is exploiting a loophole to suspend Quip on a technicality. We do not think this is fair to the industry and takes away producers' voices and actual opinions, the group said in a statement. CDFA offers guidance for farmers' markets, UPIC farms. With the warming weather this time of year, consumers are typically flocking to farmers' markets, pick-your-own operations, and other direct sales outlets. In the era of COVID, CDFA has now released guidance on how those managers can meet CDC guidelines and reduce risk of exposure. The steps are now commonplace in grocery stores and many other places. Limit the amount of consumers and space them out while maintaining strict hygiene and sanitation practices. Remind customers, you touch it, you take it, the department advises. USDA awards $1.2 billion in food box contracts. The Agriculture Department on Friday awarded $1.2 billion in contracts to distributors, processors, and nonprofit organizations to deliver fresh produce, milk, dairy products, pork, and chicken directly to needy Americans. The unprecedented Farmers to Families Food Box program is an effort to both shore up commodity prices while addressing the sharp growth in food insecurity during the COVID-19 crisis. The contracts will cover the cost of buying and distributing the food, which is to be delivered in family-sized boxes to pick up sites starting next Friday. The program will provide $461 million in fresh fruits and vegetables, $317 million in a variety of dairy products, $258 million in meat products, 
and 175 million of the combination boxes. Key Democrat have to do more for farmers. USDA is gearing up to start dispensing the first round of coronavirus relief payments to farmers, even as lawmakers struggle to agree on a Phase 4 stimulus bill that ag groups hope will provide additional funding for more aid. USDA's Farm Service Agency late last week sent a directive to field offices on steps they will need to take to get ready to process applications. The document doesn't disclose the rules for the payments, including the individual limits. You can read more about the struggle over the Phase 4 bill in this week's Washington Week Ahead. Now take note, a key House Democrat, Sherry Bustos of Illinois, tells AgriPulse, Democrats know we have to do more and we will work our hardest to make sure we get more funding for our family farmers. Bustos chairs the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, which spearheads Democrats' efforts to retain control of the House. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin told Fox News on Sunday President Donald Trump wanted to be cautious about enacting another stimulus bill until the impact on the economy is better known. What the President and I are now saying is we've spent a lot of money. A lot of this money is not even into the economy yet, he said. You can watch our full Washington Weekend Review interview with Bustos at agripulse.com. Democrats demand SBA open program to non-farm applicants. Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer is angry that the Small Business Administration started restricting the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program to farms. SBA made the decision last week as the program, which offers grants of up to $10,000, as well as low-interest loans, was starting to run low on money again. Farms hadn't had a chance to apply for the program until last week. In a letter to SBA Administrator Jovita Carranza, Schumer and fellow Democrats Ben Cardin of Maryland and Gene Shaheen of New Hampshire complained about the exclusion of non-farm applications as well as the agency's decision to cap loans at $150,000 instead of the normal $2 million limit. If SBA is concerned about opening up idle due to a lack of funds, the administration should send Congress a request with a funding level they need to do so, the letter said. Trump adds new uncertainty to China trade pact. President Trump is still upset and undecided on punishing China for its role in the COVID-19 pandemic. In an interview on Fox and Friends, Trump suggested that his excitement over the Phase 1 trade deal has waned since the virus originated in China and then spread throughout the world. He acknowledged an unbeat call between the U.S. and Chinese trade officials, but he stressed he feels differently than he did before and sidestepped a question about whether the trade pact would dissolve. He said, I'm very torn as to I haven't decided yet if you want to know the truth, the president said. Here's today's She Said It. I'm happy that the state is beginning to open up a bit, but especially with the positive asymptomatics, I'm just worried that we will escalate significantly. That's Kim Beck, chair of Reese Foods and daughter of founder Fred Reese during a state food and ag board meeting last week. 
More than 100 employees of Breeze Foods have now tested positive for COVID-19 at its plants in Tulare and Danuba. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, May 11th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Galley.